the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Thank you for listening to hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show, a September 10th edition. We will revisit and commemorate the terrorist attacks on America on 9-11 in this hour. Love to converse with you, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989, about this attack on liberty, which does not come from a foreign country. It comes from our own president, uh, mandating vaccines on companies with 100 or more employees, um, Joe Biden doesn't care about the Constitution. Uh, like Democrats who believe they know better than you because they are their own God. So if you're God, why wouldn't you think you know better than anyone else? Uh, he knows what's best for you. 844-TALK-989. Brenda in Delaware starts us off this hour. Hi, Brenda. Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. Hi, Bruce. How are you doing today? Well, I'm all over the place, angry, <laughs> prayerful, mystified, trying to figure out what to do. I'm all over the place. Exactly. So a couple things yesterday when I was listening to Biden, um, when he was talking about the vaccine, get the vaccine. You've gotten all the other vaccines. Mm. That would be correct. Yeah. We did get those. I get, got my children those vaccines. Uh, those vaccines prevented them from getting a disease. <laughs> it prevented them from spreading a disease. Uh and also, to get those vaccines, I was not offered free donuts, free burgers, mm-hmm. free bonuses at work, Vaximilian sweet steak. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's not the same. By the way, it, did you, is not, how many times, Brenda, did you take the kids back to get that measles vaccine booster shot? Right, exactly. Yeah. Not every five months, I know that. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you worry about, did about you worry it, about your kids getting uh, myocarditis, heart ailments from those vaccines? No, no, I did not. No, because there was were scores of data after that vaccine, right? Yeah, I get 100% where you're coming from. My my other thing that I, when he said, uh, if you're unvaccinated and you choose not to be vaccinated, then you have to be tested weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, my thought about that is, why, if you're going to get tested, why doesn't everyone have to get tested weekly? Since if someone has the vaccine, they can still spread the disease. So why don't they have to be tested as well? No, because they're doing what he tells them to do. I agree with you 100%. Your point is well taken. There are many breakthrough cases. People are getting COVID who've been vaccinated. So you're right. It does not prevent you from getting it. Hence, if you can get it and the threat is the disease itself, then you should have, everyone should have to get tested. But see, if everyone gets tested, then that hurts the case to get vaccinated. Like, why am I getting vaccinated if I still have to wear a mask and I still have to get tested? And so I don't know why, Brenda, you and I are just ordinary Americans and we ask these questions. But 
I sit through these presidential press conferences. I sit through these inane, screaming, hectoring lectures from Andrew Ginther and Rustin Morse and these other doctors in town, and nobody asks these questions. Common sense questions. I'm glad you're asking them. So how will you react to this? If Do you work at a company that have 100 or more employees? Yes, I work at a company that uh, we did not shut down. We were essential, a retail establishment. Um, so I've worked in it, been in it, been around thousands of people every week, you know. Um, so I, I'm going to fight till the better end, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, I applaud you and keep asking those questions as long as that's not illegal either. I really appreciate that you listened to the show and uh, that you called the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. Brenda in Delaware calling us this hour. Yeah. Um, there's just no rhyme or reason to this. If normal everyday average citizens are asking questions that you go, wait a second. I, I, yeah, wow. I never thought of that. Like, absolutely. Okay. So people who have been vaccinated, can they get COVID again? Yes. We know that. Even Dr. Fauci wouldn't dispute that. Yes, but it's very low, Bruce. A very, very low percentage. Yes, but can they get COVID? Well, kind of, sort of, maybe, yeah. Okay, so they can get it. And if you get it, that's horrible, right? Oh, it's a terrible, awful virus. Okay. So if you test me, why would you not have to test another person? He would have no answer to that. Uh, Here is Scott Gottlieb, who I say all the time, God is in control. Bad headlines don't mean bad results. And in that vein, I mean, okay, like yesterday I was talking about. Here's a bad headline. Oh, tell-all book coming out about Donald Trump and Melania. Oh, my God, it's the torpedo Trump's candidacy. Okay. How could that turn out to be not a bad headline. Well, if the Republican Party would coalesce around a candidate and would not have Donald Trump eviscerating that candidate publicly in a battle for the nomination, that could actually be a really good thing. Okay, so bad headlines can lead to good things. So here's a bad headline. Joe Biden junks the Constitution and is going to require, if he can, everyone to get a vaccine. So he's going to employ OSHA to do this, right? Okay. So he's going to employ a government agency to oversee this. Do those agencies usually operate at peak efficiency? Not necessarily. So what's the timetable for the implementation? If he's allowed to do it, let's just say he is. Say we don't push back with legions of lawsuits and silliness like, you know, protecting your constitutional right. I mean, please, come on. Let's just say we all go, wow. Isn't it awesome to have a doddering old oatmeal-brained grandpa in the White House looking out for our best interests? Isn't that fantastic? Yes. Oh, I can't wait to sign up for the jab. Could I have another, please? Thank you, sir. May I have another? How's the timetable looking on the implementation of this? Now, you would think Scott Gottlieb, the former FDA commissioner on the board of Pfizer, he would certainly know. What would the timetable be, Scott Gottlieb, on If Joe Biden's allowed to do all this, when would it 
finally be put into practice and happen? Well, look, let's focus on the mandate on small businesses, businesses with 100 or more employees, because I think that the other measures that they took, certainly uh, the issues with the federal workforce, the mandates related to the federal workforce, and even the mandates on health care workers probably fall more squarely in the purview of what the federal government can do. I think the controversial part of this and the part that's going to get challenged is the mandate on businesses with 100 and more employees. So let's unpack that. Um, they have to go through a rulemaking process. OSHA has to issue a rule, even if they do a direct-to-final rule, assuming OSHA hasn't started doing that yet, and I, I suspect they haven't. The White House probably announced this ahead of any rulemaking because they wouldn't have wanted it to leak. That's going to be a weeks-long process and perhaps a month-long month process or longer. Even a direct-to-final rule, even an emergency rule, it's probably going to get challenged in court. And even if you're able to implement the rule, they're going to have to issue guidance on how businesses implement that and give some kind of grace period to get that into effect and then stand up an enforcement mechanism. So best case, as a practical measure, this is probably going to be a, a tool or a policy that affects the fall of 2022. Ah, thank you. Fall of 2022. Anything else on the calendar? Fall of 2022? Oh, that's right. We have midterm elections in the fall of 2022. Do you think maybe the rollout of businesses with more than 100 employees finally having to suspend the grace period on the vaccine and do it then, do you think that might energize the base? I think it might energize the base. First of all, what's going to happen is this wave's going to burn out, just like every wave burns out, and then there's going to be a mu variant, and then it's going to burn out, and then there's going to be another variant because this is a virus and it mutates. And either the people in power are going to get tired of doing this dog and pony show, or they're going to keep up because they botch everything else they touch, and they'll need something to distract from the border or distract from outrageous grocery and gas prices or distract from another terrorist attack because look at that. The Taliban went back on their word and they harbored terrorists in Afghanistan. They don't ever ever underestimate their need for a distraction. Point is, fall of 2022, I hate to channel my inner Colonel Nathan Jessup, but we need something to keep us on that wall. We need something to motivate us to get out to the polls and crush this idiot and his oppressive party in the midterm elections. And if this is what it takes, then bring it. Scary situation last night at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Fairborn. They had reports of an active shooter. Uh, they did a survey. They looked around. Everything back to normal by about 1.30 this morning. The initial reports came in around 9 o'clock, so happy that that uh, did not occur. Uh, always appreciate those of you who listen to the podcast via the podcast link at 989theanswer.com. Catch our interview with Dennis Prager yesterday or with Rob Walgate today, American Policy Roundtable. And you can send me an email anytime, Bruce, at 989theanswer.com. You can leave us a message after hours at 844-TALK-989 or dial that number and talk to me. Live on the air. That is what Tom in Columbus has chosen to do. Hi, Tom. Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. Hi, I just had a question. Uh, the midterm elections are, are next year. Yes. And uh, what can we do to get some of these tyrants out of office before then? <laughs> well, I, uh, I don't know that there's anything you can do to get them out of office before then, although uh, 
Joe Biden, does he look like a man who's built for the long term? <laughs> he does not look like a man who was built for the long term. And I, I, I don't know if they're using Joe Biden to get every single radical policy they can and have that stink stick on him. But I've said before that those who say, oh, well, he's better than Kamala Harris. Really? Like, Joe Biden has, I don't know how, but some view him as, oh, he's just a harmless old guy. He's a moderate. No, he's not. This press conference yesterday, really, how about the time that he said, Oh, you need to you need that second amendment, huh? So you can have weapons and be on guard against the government. Oh, come on. I mean, if you want to be on guard against the government, you're going to need nukes. Like the crazy old dude is just flirting with or overtly threatening people who get out of line with nuclear weapons. Like you think that guy is a moderate? Like the guy who said, "Eh, sure, I know that." whole eviction moratorium things the unconstitutional but here's the deal like if we do it it's going to take the courts a couple months to like figure out that it's unconstitutional and in the meantime look at the many people that we will help now somebody who really cares about serving the people about adhering to the constitution what kind of ego does it take to believe that you're smarter than thomas jefferson and john hancock and john adams and benjamin franklin What kind of ego does it take? Well, you know Joe Biden has a crazy, outrageous ego because now that he's elderly, he gets really, really mad when he's challenged. He starts shouting at people when he's challenged. So uh, Joe Biden, I don't think him being in or him being out changes anything. The policies are the policies. They're the radical policies of a shadow presidency, and whether— They keep him around long enough to masquerade Kamala Harris. Nobody buying Kamala Harris is a statesman, smart. She slept her way to the top. I made the comment yesterday, and I'll stand by it. The three most important positions in government are president and vice president, vice president because it's a heartbeat away, and secretary of state because, you know, the global situation matters, particularly when you are a superpower or we're not a superpower anymore. We've lost our will to be a superpower. We have the capacity to be a superpower. It's not that we don't have the ability to be a superpower. Oh, we have the ability to be a superpower. We've lost the will to be a superpower. Being a superpower is hard. You have to go out and do unpleasant things. We were an awesome superpower for a while. Look at all the things that we did in the world to bring peace to the world, preserve peace in the world. And how many of those territories that we could have claimed did we claim? That would be zero. Okay? So that's an effective superpower. You counting on China to be that kind of superpower? Counting on Russia to be that kind of superpower? No. So Joe Biden is a representation of some unidentified ideology, a faceless ideology. It's not unidentified. It's leftism. But it's a faceless ideology because we don't know who's pushing the buttons and who is pulling the strings. I don't think he's capable of it. I think he's an unwitting dupe. But I also think he is punch drunk on power. And so he loves getting up there and telling you you've got to get a vaccine. He loves getting up there telling you you're the problem. But there's 
another story behind this whole, you idiot, white, evangelical Trump voters need to get the vaccine. You're the reason why people are dying of COVID. That problem is the numbers don't bear it out. I'm looking at the CDC website. You'd think they'd be on board with Biden's agenda, right? Well, I'm sure they are. The problem is the data's not. Percentage of vaccinated whites in Ohio. Percentage of vaccinated white people in Ohio is 40%. The entire population is 51%. Whites in Ohio, 40%. Uh, Blacks in Ohio, vaccinated, just 47%. So not even half, okay? So... When he talks about, oh, you know, you're the reason, you're the pandemic, you're the problem, you idiot Trump voters, that's the unspoken part. He has just as big a problem convincing black voters and the black population to get vaccinated as he does the white population. And the numbers aren't a whole lot better for Hispanics. So the party of the little man, the party of the downtrodden, the party of the disadvantaged, the Democratic Party. <laughs> I can't say it without laughing. Um, this policy is going to strike at people that they claim to defend, people that they claim to stand up for. So that's the problem that he will have. Because you know the black population has a historical reason to doubt vaccines and This vaccine in particular is, A, not a vaccine, because as our savvy caller mentioned last segment, vaccines are something you take once, or like in the case of tetanus, once every seven years, not once every eight months. Not once every eight months. And as this virus mutates, as it adapts to the immunity that we muster in the population, whether we muster that immunity by natural immunity. Don't say that. There's no such thing. Okay. Whether we muster that immunity by shots, because they're not vaccines, the virus will change. It will adapt. And then what will happen to the effectiveness of the vaccines? Look to Israel. Are they experiencing increased COVID numbers in Israel? They are. And you can say, well, that's a whole different area of the world. Maybe it doesn't apply here. No, it does apply here. We've gotten a precursor, a view, a vision of what's going to happen here from what's happened in Israel and in other countries where COVID hit first. It's not been any different here. It's not going to be any different here. The best way through this is to, A, don't be obese. Get in good health. better health you're in, the better chance you have to withstand it. And then... Do prudent things. And I don't think prudent things let the President of the United States decide your fate. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.